What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another Review Point podcast, of course, coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. I'm your host, as always, Tony Mango. Joining me is my lovely, beautiful wife. Me! Caroline! <laughs> my lovely, beautiful wife, me. <laughs> uh, what we we're talking about today, as you can tell from the stuff on your screen, or if you're listening to this on the audio-only kind of versions, like on Amazon Music or whatever, you can see where you clicked on it. We're talking about Morbius, the latest in the non-MCU Marvel movies. That's something to specify ahead of time, because... Marvel doesn't make movies like this, <laughs> or they don't make more than one. They made Eternals. But the Sony version of this, the I forget what the hell they're calling that. It's like the Sony universe of Marvel comics creation, whatever. It's some kind of ridiculous acronym that doesn't make any sense, and it's not at all uh, as flowy as the MCU. But they're trying still after... I don't know, 20 years almost, it seems, to get their own thing going, and they are stumbling again. And what we're going to talk about here, <clears throat> apologies ahead of time, I'm a little under the weather right now, so my voice is going to sound a little weird, I'll probably be clearing my throat and doing everything along the line here, but um, what we're going to talk about is uh, what we thought about the movie, because we just got done seeing it a few, uh, I don't know, like an hour ago, and... We got some hits, we got some misses. We don't have a whole lot of hits, <laughs> but we yeah. we might have one or two here and there. I don't know. I have to really think about it. But we got a lot of misses at the very least. That's what their viewpoints are. And um, we want you to do the same. So drop a comment below if you are on YouTube. And if you are there, hit the subscribe button, ring that little notification bell to, where you get the email alerts. And that way, you know, when new videos get posted up on here, uh, hit the like button. That helps out quite a bit. More than a lot of people even actually think that it does. And if you got anybody that you think might be interested in checking this out, hit the share button. Pass this along to somebody who's thinking about seeing the movie and we can tell them <laughs> not to. Uh, not to spoil our thoughts, but uh, I mean, yeah, that's what it is. And um, as we're going along here, whether you agree or you disagree with us, let us know what your thoughts are. And of course, if you want to help us out on the monetary side of things, the normal kind of things are what you could do. There's a little thanks button that's on YouTube, and there is the join button, which you can get access to the members-only content, which is the same thing as the Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash fanboysanonymous, whether it's a buck, which goes a long way, or if it's the bonus features tier or the pick your poison where you can request things and you can say, we want you to do a fan tracks of this, or how about you guys do the... Mount Rushmore of Spider-Man villains or something along those lines. There's tons and tons of options here. It's not going to have to just be about movies. It could be about TV stuff. It could be about whatever. You're picking the poison. That's the whole point. So there's poison in this. And uh, <laughs> there was poison in the script, it seemed. And uh, somebody was drinking something when they were doing this because. Well, let's go spoiler free. Um, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> the simplest way of putting it, uh, we knew that was going to be bad. We did. Now, not only because the reviews from other people who had seen it in advance were saying that it was bad, but, I mean, the previews didn't look all that good. The fact that it's a Sony movie, of course, is another thing, because Sony doesn't have a great track record for this, and they kind of do one good movie once in a while, and then everybody goes, that was good, and then everybody goes, yeah, see, don't you want to see more of this? And then it's like, more of... More of that. Now, you haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse yet, but that's pretty universally beloved as a good Spider-Man movie. It's an animated one. It's whatever. Like It's, you know, it does something different. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it actually has a story to follow that's, <laughs> like, interesting and everything. And this really stuck out to me as, if you were to take this movie and you were to put it in 2003... I don't think anybody could tell the difference. That's fair. That's very fair. And that's not just like CGI or something like that. Although there were plenty of wonky spots there, but like the scripting process for this was the most basic superhero structure you can get the way that like the daredevil movie with Ben Affleck was, or the way that like even kind of the first Spider-Man to a certain extent, the first Spider-Man is way better, but like, that by the numbers kind of thing that they did here, they literally do every single trope. That they you can really imagine. do. Uh huh. Yeah, and not just for superheroes. Uh, so many done to death 
horror movie tropes that I was just like, oh my God, is is the light going to blink now? Yep. All right. She's going <laughs> to like look back. There's not going to be anything. And then she's going to look to her side. It's just, oh, it's, it's almost like they were making a bet or a drinking game. How many tropes mm. we can fit into one page of the script? And then somebody won something because <clears> it's just. <throat> Uh, oh, it'll probably win a, a Razzie. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the way that they did things, like the dialogue, mm. is as textbook as it can get to the point where so certain bad. lines are like he's gonna say something like uh, I'm blanking on exactly what like the setup lines were, but it's something like oh, I've done things, and it's I've like done terrible, I've things. done terrible things or whatever. I, I'm not even a human anymore. Yeah. I'm more something primal. Like it's just like yeah, oh, uh, they they feel like my brothers. Oh yeah, the oh, of the bats and all that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So much of the movie is laughable in that it takes itself incredibly seriously. It really does, and that's that's embarrassing. <clears throat> I was getting secondhand embarrassment, right? The whole entire time. And I was just like, and I know I'm not, we were not the only ones because a side note, uh, I was kind of surprised that the theater was packed. Mm-hmm. It's it's Thursday night. Um, theater was packed. And everybody was having the same reactions we were. The guy next to us, the guy next to me was laughing at my jokes the whole movie because we were all like, oh my God. <laughs> lots, this is so bad. Lots of reactions here and there of just like, Pfft. And like, yeah. you know, just kind of, what? <laughs> Whatever. And as soon as like the credits pop up, you could hear everybody talking like, oh, they have no idea what they're doing. And yeah. like, you know, uh, there were two bros that were in front of us and we were going down the escalator and they were just like, oh, and he does this and it's so stupid. And like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, and, and that's all fair. That's like the sad part to me. Uh, and I, I think that uh, you told me that you read somewhere that somebody was complaining about how long this movie was. That it feels long. And, yeah. and you said, it's not even a long movie, like time wise. And I'm like, you know what it is? It's probably because he feels long. And I was right, as usual. Ah. Mm-hmm. It was an uh, hour and 44 minutes, and it felt like kept, it was a two hour and 10 I movie. had my phone on my lap, <laughs> face down. Don't worry. I, I, I respect people. <laughs> But every now and then I just kept like kind of like glancing at the time. And I'm like, oh, my God, how like how is this still like seven? How is it still 730? It, <laughs> it feels long. And. and, and OK, uh, blah, blah, blah. this is the horror addict talking. All right. If you were to tell me, oh, you know, there's going to be like a superhero movie with like horror elements about a vampire like creature. You already got me. Like, y- you wouldn't have to try too hard to make something okay where I would at least, like, want to have it in the background when I'm sculpting or doing something. Because sometimes, like, I just want to, like, watch a shitty horror movie. But this one doesn't even work for that. It was so bad, people. I, oh my god. I think that the only reason why I'm not charging more horror movies out of Tony like I did <laughs> when we watched The Eternals is because we both know this was going to suck. Right. Eternals, so, we went into it going like... You went I mean, in, You went into going thinking like, oh, it might be good. This is Marvel. I'm like, okay. I mean, because Marvel's track record, yeah, at that point, but, they hadn't really made a bad movie. So it was like, well, well I mean, uh, I'll trust them. Got to start somewhere. With Sony, I knew it wasn't going to be good. And I've known that about everything else of their different properties because when this... I mean, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, and or needs a little bit of a rundown, Sony owns, <clears throat> again, apologies for all the clearing the throat, Sony owns the rights for the film adaptations of pretty much all the Spider-Man adjacent characters. Now, they don't own, for instance, Daredevil, even though Daredevil's popped up in Spider-Man, because he is a product outside of it. And Kingpin, for instance, has been so much in Daredevil that they were able to just be like, look, this is pretty much more of a Daredevil villain. And same thing with you know some other people here and there. But they can make a movie out of Prowler. Or they can movie make a movie out of Big Wheel, for fuck's sake. God forbid they do. And they so desperately, at the beginning of the MCU, wanted to go, well, we've got all these characters. Why don't we make a whole thing about that? that they 
have legitimately there've there's been leaks with the Sony uh email leaks. They wanted to make an Aunt May movie. Hmm. Like a whole movie about just Aunt May. And that's not what you do, because Aunt May, that's like making an entire TV show about Lucius Fox. It's like, no, uh that's a Batman supporting character, and I don't think that they can sustain a whole movie by themselves. Uh or a TV show about Alfred, and then that looks like it's stupid. I haven't seen it. But <clears throat> the setup for a lot of these things seems to be that they just want to do the same exact thing each time. And when you start saying, well, we can make a whole movie out of Craven, we can make a whole movie out of Jackpot, a character that nobody fucking knows, which is essentially, what if Mary Jane was a superhero, but wasn't Mary Jane, it just another redhead. <laughs> and that's it. That's the whole character is for a little bit. They thought that it was Mary Jane and it wasn't. It's just someone else. <laughs> okay, well, you got a whole, you know, Oscar-winning film coming out of that. Morbius is a character that I was like, oh, I mean, they could make a movie. They could. But if you don't get the right people, you're going to make a shitty movie. Because they could make a Ghost Rider movie. But Ghost Rider has had two movies, and they've both been awful. <laughs> and, I mean, the new Nicolas Cage movie looks like it's going to be great, but that's a completely yeah. different story. Now Marvel. Daredevil has proven that Daredevil could be a good product or it could be a kind of meh thing where you've got uh, Jennifer Garner stabbing sandbags and uh, Evanescence playing in the background. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. You know, Wake me up inside. <laughs> you know? But Morbius, I figured, wasn't going to lend itself all that well. And I have been saying for the past couple of years, I wish that they would just sell all the rights to Marvel proper and just let them use these characters because Morbius... The character is not something I'm super fond of, but if you want to do a story of Morbius and you want to tie him into like the Midnight Suns or, I mean, Blade, for instance, why not have Morbius in a Blade thing? Oh my God. And, you know, I don't think that they should even make any more Blade movies necessarily, but like, despite the fact that they're going to do it, <laughs> they could at least do something where it's like Morbius and Blade and uh i don't know the black knight or i don't know anything about black knight but like you take these characters and ghost rider and you make them all we're going to do a big team up like the avengers and it's going to be all the ghosty vampire werewolf by night is a character that they're going to be doing something with all i know about it is he's a fucking werewolf okay fine moon knight we just watched for episode one of moon knight that's got nothing going on for it yet except where he drove around with a cupcake van and that was way better than Morpheus. All right. Well, I'm going to disagree with some of your points there. Uh, again, being more of a horror person, I think that you could make a good Morbius movie. I really think you could. Yeah, if you have the right people. Yeah, the right people, um, the right script. I feel that. The problem with Sony is that, and not saying that Marvel is not the same. Obviously, like. What is attractive about movies like this is that you know you're going to sell merch. You know you're going to have t-shirts. You're going to have, you know, maybe like TV shows based on. You know you're going to like get a lot of money, not just by people watching the movie, but people buying all the shit that's related to the movie. And I think that the difference between maybe, you know, Sony and Marvel is that I don't think Sony has people that are very passionate, maybe, about the actual characters and the comic books. Um, and they're probably just, you know, like, industry people that just want to mm -hmm. sell shit. At least that's, like, the vibe I get, because I'm, I'm no script writer. But there were so many moments in this movie that the dialogue alone made me want to just, like, roll my eyes. It was, like, badly written. And I think that you can still have, like, you know, a not very impressive movie. You don't even have to go the whole, like, horror route. You don't have to make this movie R-rated, kind of like my point with the the Batman movie where I was like, oh, I kind of wish they had gone, like, all the way. Like, this movie would be fine as a PG-13 if he had a better script, if he had better acting. Mm -hmm. That was like, it was so cringy. I felt like the porn uh, video I watched a long time ago about the about Bigfoot <laughs> ha 
had like better writing and better dialogue. Like, you know, the voiceover now was very, you know, compelling. The lady was talking about how like she was camping in uh, Bigfoot territory. And I wonder if I'm going to see Bigfoot. Bang, they're banging. And then like she does a voiceover about like, and that's how I saw Bigfoot. Yeah, compelling. Great. I'm buying you. You saw Bigfoot. You know, you had a thing with him. You fell in love. Great. This one, though, this one felt so bad, so bad that I was embarrassed. Like, it takes me a lot to get embarrassed. Believe me. You can ask my cousins about it. I love embarrassing people. I have no filter. I don't care if we're in public. I'm going to be saying things that I probably shouldn't even be saying. I don't care. I love that stuff. But this was bad. It was just like, I, I'm trying to like in my head think of anything that I kind of liked. And I maybe can think about oh, one thing that it was like, well, oh, you know, not too bad. But mm. everything else was just either flat or eye rolling. And that's sad. To be perfectly honest, right now at the very least, before we start going through some specifics, I honestly can't think of a single thing that I actually really did like about oh, it. No, really did like. No, I mean, I mean, just liked, like that I actually liked, as opposed to if I was like forcing myself to like something. I can't think of a one. So we are going to go through in a little bit more detail. So there will be spoilers here going forward, but just so that you know, if you are going to tune out temporarily and then come back and check this out if you want to see the movie afterward we would both recommend not seeing the movie <laughs> so not only should you not spend your money to see it in theaters and also you shouldn't spend your money to see it period because then they're going to keep making these and they're going to keep telling themselves well it made a bunch of money so then we can just keep doing the same thing you got to vote with your wallet that's the most important thing and if you do want to check it out it's just morbid curiosity. Maybe that's what Morbius stands for. It's a <laughs> mixture of morbid and curiosity. Then check it out when it comes to Disney Plus or if it comes to Hulu or whatever. Sony ends up dumping this. So, well, I don't remember what their deal is in Paramount Plus or something. But uh, from this point on, spoilers. So just warning for that. We're going to talk about some specifics about the uh, filmmaking process behind the whole thing. We're going to talk about the characters, the plot elements. So there you go. You're warned. Uh, one thing going forward with this that I thought was hilarious throughout the movie, they really wanted this to be Batman. And they not only had literal shots that are from other Batman movies, like the standing in a uh, cir uh, circle of bats, mm -hmm. which was the Batman v Superman thing mm -hmm. and um, Batman Begins and you know, all these other one movies. He... Every time that he's around the bats, it seems the music is pretty much. I mean, you, I don't know who like did the music. I should look this up. John Ekstrand. John Ekstrand. Who the fuck is John Ekstrand? Sorry, John Ekstrand. I don't know who the fuck Swedish. you are. Uh, Easy Money, Child Forty Four, Life, and Morbius is the. Those are the things that are coming up for him. So there's multiple Swedish things. This is like Swedish uh, people uh, investing in this movie. I don't know. But this, every time it seemed like they gave him a temp track of the Hans Zimmer score from The Dark Knight and were like, can you get something similar to this? And he tried to do like a knockoff of it or something. So I'm not a big fan of the music at all. See, the music was the only thing I didn't mind as, well, as much. And I think it's probably because it reminded me of Batman. <laughs> if I listen to it by itself, I might like the actual yeah. music. But the fact that they were biting off Batman made right. me just go, oh, that's uh, lame. You know, yeah. like, yeah. come on. If it's a Batman property and you do something like similar to a previous Batman thing, it's a callback. Mm -hmm. If it's a Bat superhero and you're like, remember Batman? That's just telling the audience, remember the good superhero movies? <laughs> and Batman and Robin? But like uh, <laughs> the the music was something that it didn't do well for me. I don't know anything about sound mixing and stuff, so sound editing and uh, sound design. Sure, whatever. I, I, nothing stood out to me. It's not like an Interstellar where I was just like, I can't fucking hear anything, or Tenet where I'm like, I can't fucking hear anything. You know. I will say though that the one song that he had for uh, My Miles Milo Milo 
Lucius. Oh, it was like excess, excess. That that was so cringy. That to me was like this is so unnecessary. Like I should be like kind of like impressed by this dude. Like I am just feeling like this is. I just walked in and my dad is like naked in front of the mirror. He's not naked in the movie, but <laughs> and my dad's not naked in the movie either. But it, that that's way. like the vibe. That's the vibe. Like walking in and seeing your dad trying to like. Dancing because you just got laid or something. Yeah, like it was very cringy, and that one definitely took me out. And I was just like, "What movie are we watching again?" Like this is. I thought that the song said "sex" a I couple it, times. I thought it said like extra. Uh, what is it? Uh, extra sized. Extra <laughs> extra. I don't know. It was excess. It was just like excess and whatever. And I thought it was like sex. And, and he's got like he's got a shirt off, and he's all you know muscular now that he took the serum and whatever. So like. That was very um, Peter Parker dancing on the street from Spider-Man 3. Okay, but you can't. Okay, but leave emo Peter alone. (laughs) Like, he had his moment. That became a really great meme. I'm all about that. Now, this was just really awkward. Like, how can you even keep a straight face when you're shooting? Like, I don't don't know. Maybe there's multiple takes, and that's why they have cuts. (laughs) (laughs) As far as visuals go, what the fuck is is up with the wispy stuff. The particles! <laughs> they are Jared Leto particles all over the place. I don't like it. As far as I know, I mean, I don't, I'm certainly no connoisseur of Morbius. My this, uh, my well, breakdown of Morbius, for anybody who's wondering, like, you know, if I'm like a snooty Morbius uh, dude, I never knew about Morbius until the Spider-Man animated series, the one from the 90s, the yeah. one, uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, radioactive Spider-Man, <laughs> And in that TV show, of course, everything's toned down for kids and everything. I mean, they have so many different things. I don't know if you knew about this. Uh, on the show, he's not allowed to throw a single punch. Oh, really? So you can go through the entire series and he throws one punch in Aww. the entire thing. And it's he punches through a portal to a guy. <laughs> so it's like not even like a real punch. Right. It's kind of whatever. They couldn't use real guns. So everybody, even the cops, have like laser guns. It's a, it like, you know, looks like that. They never used the word blood, despite the fact that the song says radioactive spider blood multiple times in it. But they couldn't say blood. Uh, so Morbius, he doesn't suck blood out of anybody. He drains them of their plasma. Oh, okay. And they couldn't, because vampires were too much, he couldn't bite anybody. He had suction cups on his fingertips. <laughs> I'm going to see uh, your reaction to this. Uh, let's see from the animated series. To see what you think about it. <laughs> those are the suction cups. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> that was Morbius. I remember mm-hmm. that. And of course, he's like super buff, and uh, he's like some guy that's at the same college as Peter or something. And I don't remember how they translated his name to Portuguese, but yeah, like I remember watching this. So he's just got these little suction cup things on his hands, and that's as like, one does. You know, so, I mean, that's my first introduction to Morbius. So I'm not coming from this, like, the classic Morbius stories of whatever, and you're not doing the character justice. No, I'm coming from the stupid plasma-sucking fingertip person. (laughs) And it still is lame, because it's like, Morbius to me, you gotta do the horror thing the way that you're saying for this to translate as something that's an actual interesting story. You can't make it more of a superhero thing. Yeah. It has to be that he's superhero-esque, but he's a horror character. Right. And they went straight into the let's have these like uh slow motion <laughs> sequences where it's like we Which remember everybody was laughing. Every time they it did it, everybody's laughing. Cause it's like that was hackneyed kind of stuff to do matrix shot after the matrix it became like a joke in like 2001 it was like okay let's stop doing this so they clearly are taking this inspiration from these early 2000s movies and just going why don't we do that why don't we slow it down you can see the bullet and then oh isn't that so cool that you can see them running in slow motion and jumping no marvel's done movies for 10 years now where they've just had the action and people are like all right fuck yeah Hulk just goes and smashes things, and you don't need to see Hulk in slow motion to understand that he's smashing something. All right, but can we talk about the particles, though? Because I, I have a theory. What? what? So, okay, so when the particles first appeared, 
It was when he's learning that he has the um, echolocation thing, the which echolocation. apparently means super hearing that you can hear from I know, a mile which, away. And which, uh, yes, <laughs> we'll talk about that. But let me just let me just talk about particles. Um, also, I'm very scared of food particles. People like, like severely, like they they make me like very anxious. So when when I saw this, I was like particles, Jared Leto particles everywhere. But that's what I thought that they were doing. That he was like. You know, because they say that, like, everything in the world, if it's an object, if it's a living being, it doesn't matter. Everything has, like, a vibration to it. Hmm. And they even have, like, that the whole, like, physics thing that if you can match the vibration to an object's vibration, you can make that explode. Hmm. And there's the whole, like... Chattering glass and stuff. Chattering glass. And then there's that, you know, the whole, like... Uh, theories of like mass destruction weapons is that if they could create like vibra- a frequency that vibrates the same rate as human organs vibrate, a lot of people just like die of like exploding from the inside. That's the stuff that I just like hmm. think about at night before I catch some ropes and fall asleep. Uh- <laughs> that makes no sense out of context. I know, I'm sorry. Uh, but I digress. Okay, let me focus. Blah! Okay. Um, <laughs> so you're thinking that it's more of no, like an echolocation kind of That's what thing. I thought because that's how they introduced the particle. So I was like, oh, you know, that's kind of interesting that maybe they're using like the whole theory of like, not theory, like the actual thing that like things vibrate and he's catching the frequencies and that's how he's reading it. And that was going to be the one thing that I was like, I thought that that was kind of cool how they depicted that visually. But then... It's just everywhere. It, yeah. it, it, it's not, it, it doesn't appear just when he's doing that. Uh, it just becomes like a cool thing when he jumps around and he's wearing the black uh, coat with the purple lining. So he gets like purple particles and then it makes no sense. I'm like, okay, so even like that, that could have been like potentially a very cool and like smart thing. Like <laughs> it wasn't. So yeah, because. When they do the echolocation thing and it shows, which, of course, in typical fashion, they're like, let's just speed along here. He's in his lab for like, I don't know, an hour. And he's like, I don't know what I can do. Let me test things out. I'm going to throw a ball. And now I completely know how to use my echolocation, which is like, okay, fine. Because he says at the end of the movie, with the week that I've had. Hmm. So everything from when he's on the boat throughout the end of the movie is an entire week. That's it. So (sighs) he... He learns how to use all of his powers, except for the flying thing, because apparently you need a train to which, get you to do that, which is... I was also like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. But he gets to learn all of his powers in, like, an afternoon. Yeah. While doing all these experiments and creating because all these... Because he's so gifted. Yeah. He's... Uh, he's so gifted. And... But they do... They do the echolocation thing or whatever, and that would have been fine enough, even if it's a stretch to be like... He can hear from yeah, all these was, other things and stuff. Yeah, that makes no sense. They just, they just made him Superman. Especially in Manhattan. Hello? Like, yeah, even when it's quiet, you're you hearing hear. everything. So, like, you can't isolate something. Like, that's not how bats work yeah. at all. But they do literally have this wispy thing yeah. just for the sake of it. There's this no... Cool. There's no energy behind it there's no and like what are the uh, they gonna say like oh it's vampire energy or like some kind of bullshit like that Particles. like it's just this wispy effect to try to make it look cool and it's not cool and and not that if they would have taken that out it would have saved the movie but at least it would have been one less thing to make fun of because you can tell that they think it looks badass oh, yeah. because they have as many of those effects as they can throughout like it's really stands out when um uh, Matt Smith's character is killing the cops in the subway station or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, subway. He is just like wisp is all shit. Yeah. And, and that's supposed to be this big like, <gasps> oh, my God, this character is so evil kind of moment. And it's like, well, do you know how evil he is based off of how many wisps he has? Right, you know, that's, right. But I hated that visual effect. Uh, it was funny as hell, too, when he transforms between the vampire part and his regular self there's this part of it that made me laugh where he's being interrogated by the two cops. The one cop brings holy water yeah. because he's afraid. He's acting like he's afraid. Morbius temporarily turns into the vampire. And that the guy doesn't even flinch. He doesn't flinch in the slightest bit. He no-sells oh it like nothing. Oh, my God. So they, they literally set up at the beginning of the scene. This cop is superstitious and afraid. And then when he's 
inches away from a vampire who is turning to fangs and shit in front of him, he acts less afraid than at any other part in the movie. That was like a big problem overall in the movie where I get the feeling that not the editor's fault because I kind of feel like it was the producers being like, no, we need to make this more clear where they were taking the audience for dumbasses. Yeah. Um, like that, like you have to complete, completely suspend disbelief that this cop who is superstitious brought holy water. And he says like, it's been tripled, uh, back triple blessed. blessed. Yeah. Does not flinch when a man changes his face to become bet like cool. There's another moment way before that, uh, which is where when um, Milo slash Lucius whatever um, comes into the lab and see Morbius, and Morbius is like freaking out because he needs blood or whatever. Um, they have that stupid exchange of like. You have to give the cure to me. I'm like, no, I will not make you into a monster. It's a curse. It's a curse. <laughs> um, and then J- Morbius has like hair on his face and he says, leave. But you can see that he transformed into his bat creature thing. And then uh, Mile, uh, uh, Milo, I keep saying Miles, Milo kind of just like, takes one step back, the camera cuts back to Morbius with all his hair off his face. He has normal face back, and then he transforms again just to say, now leave! So literally the same thing. And they decided, oh, maybe that wasn't clear enough that he was ha- <laughs> that he had the bad face because the hair was covering. Let's just do it again. And, then show- and that was, like, stupid. And I also had a major, major problem with the fact that Milo comes to the jail, which... For some reason, this dude that murders somebody is not even in Rikers because in New York City, like he would go to yeah, Riker, Rikers, Rikers Island. He's in the um, he's in the middle of the city, the uh, oh so familiar Manhattan Detentional Facility. I think is what they had referred to it as, <laughs> probably, which is like they can't even call it Rikers. But like, yeah, this guy is like a killer. He has a uh, a cop with uh, like almost like a SWAT team member by his door. They let his lawyer which is plot twist milo uh who's not really his lawyer he's not even a lawyer yeah, so they wouldn't have in. checked to see if now, he's actually a lawyer he doesn't okay. check any of that but better yet they don't put him for security they don't know that this man has like cane you would never be able to just like walk in with like a cane like that and into a prison cell like no which also you wouldn't go into a prison cell like that and he brings a alcohol flask mm-hmm. and a blood bag. What kind of prison is this? What is this? It's and like it, you're really expecting the audience to just be like, "Oh wow, look, he brought he stuff." Like, no, oh, put it out of his, his ass. ass. <laughs> but he puts the blood bag down. Yeah, right in the view of the little Swatching slot dude, in the yeah. uh, in the door, and leaves it. And the person shuts the door. So they didn't realize that there's just a blood bag sitting on the bed there. And he comes in with a cane and he leaves, and he leaves without, with the, it. without the cane. And so there's moments like that throughout the whole movie. Yeah. And of course, we would have to like rewatch the movie, which, which we're never we going to do. Uh, but we would have to like rewatch it to be able to pinpoint each one of them. Because I forgot most of them at this point, just because there's too many to keep track of. You know what? If you really are wanting to watch this, maybe like... Have some friends watch with you and make a drinking game out of it. Right. Every time Just something go, stupid yeah, happens. Yeah. Every time drink. something stupid happens or you're like embarrassed or you're eye rolling, take a shot. But definitely don't go driving or don't go to do anything yeah, stupid afterward. <laughs> that, you know, like, I don't know. Do a drinking game with hot chocolate. I don't care. But like you will <laughs> trust me, you will need to go to the bathroom maybe like 10 minutes into the movie because it's it's really like they're they're. I felt like they were telling, you are so dumb, audience member, that this is all just going to look badass to you. And that's that's cool. No, no, it's not. <laughs> now, character-wise, there's things like, it's very clear if you've seen any movie enough to, like, really, I mean, people are stupid, so I'm sure there's plenty of people that would just be like, oh my god, I never thought that that person would be the villain. But it's very clear from the start of the movie, okay, the brother, the surrogate brother is going to end up being the villain because they're going to do the trope of the villain is the equal but opposite kind of thing is the same as the hero. The same way that most of the – and most of the time this works. 
Like, fundamentally, if you do the we're the same, but this is why we're different, it's usually a good character study. Uh, the Joker is, of course, Shadow self. like the opposite of Batman in the sense of Batman's the dark and brooding, awfully violent kind of imagery, but he's the good hero. And then Joker's the childish wow. and bright and colorful and, uh, you know, enigmatic thing. And, and uh, you know, they take that kind of thing. You take Spider-Man and you do the Venom thing and it's, well, what if Spider-Man was bad? And you do Iron Monger in the first Iron Man movie. This tends to work more often than not. But with this, it was very clear that that was going to be the case. And they they introduce you. For, well, first, they don't start off with that, because why start off the movie with the uh, start of the story? You got to start off with something that can be like, and there's the hook, and then we'll flash back, and then we'll flash forward, because that's like a, an easy trope of just like, we start them, we got them on this part of the movie, which I still don't understand what the fuck he did. He goes to a cave, he pulls out something that's got like, it looks like a harp like string full of like water. It's like a waterfall kind of looking thing. And he just cuts his hand and he holds it up and then bats fly out. I don't have no idea what that device was supposed to be. What, whatever the fuck we're not supposed to know. We're just supposed to think that it looks cool. Mm -hmm. And then we go and we talk to, or we talk to, we, uh, we see the backstory behind uh, Michael Morbius as like a preteen and the new Milo. Which, I mean, if you were his best friend and you have to, like, name him a random dude that you don't even remember. Well, he's saying that Milo was, like, the kid that was next to him before and that that kid died. And then another Milo came in and another Milo. So he's just like, oh, you're just another one But he doesn't even remember the real Milo. So literally, like, you're already, like. You're a douchebag. Yeah, you're <laughs> removing this poor kid's identity from the gecko. And for some reason, like. He just becomes Milo, like even the mm -hmm. uh, doctor that takes care of them. For the like rest a of his figure, life, 25, calls him Milo. 25 years later, they call, call him Milo too. more. And they don't refer to him as his Lucian or Lotion or not Lotion. Lotion? Uh, <laughs> uh, whatever it his rubs name. <laughs> According to uh, the Google thing, it's Lotius. I thought he was Lucian. Lucian, whatever it might be. I don't know, they, but it's not, they also I don't have uh, Jared Harris's character is Morbius's mentor, so wow. <laughs> they don't really bother to update this. But yeah. nobody calls him anything other than no, Milo throughout the like movie, and it's supposed to be this thing at the end of "You even gave me my name." Ew! It, it's like no. How about I don't know when you're a kid and he goes, "You're the new Milo." You go, "Fuck you, you little douchebag!" Exactly. If you want to be next to me, and and they do they do one scene of him beating up some other kids so that way you know oh he's got an anger steep to him <laughs> and they very clearly do some of these things where like when morbius is uh on the boat and you need to set up the idea that he can kill these people but we're not going to hate him for killing these people they do one line of dialogue for one of the people where he just acts like a little bit of a pig to the hot doctor by implying that, yeah. like, oh, you're not a doctor because you're hot. Yeah. And it's not even exactly that, but it's just, it's the simplest way of doing it. Well, the, the cop also says, like, oh, you know, we're not going to miss any of those guys. They're just, like, yeah. guns for hire. So we're supposed to be just like, oh, yeah, no, like, more business. And also, side point, they try to be cute naming the boat uh, Murnau, who directed Nosferatu and... I guess give it a nod to like, oh, remember how Nosferatu like kill all those men aboard the ship, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, no. You know, I would think that that would be cute because like Nosferatu is just like beautiful, but no. Again, secondhand hand embarrassment. I was just like, <laughs> like when they did that line, before they did the line, <clears throat> if we would have been sitting there watching this at home where we could just freely talk yeah. out loud, I would have been like, pausing it and said how much you want about they're going to have some kind of a line where he hits on the doctor and he implies that she should only be a nurse which by the way michael morbius the nice guy refers to his nurse that he had been working with side by side for seven years he goes thank you nurse for that one thing and i was like you fucking dick why are you so like i don't know misogynist oh, about man. this yeah but he she's not hot i mean she wasn't bad looking 
Yeah, but she no, wasn't. But, she wasn't the know. hot one. But well, they she, say like, oh, she's a single mom, so she's not supposed to be. Yeah, she just happened to be the they, hot one. They cast an actress that was still attractive on top right, of it. Right, yeah. But I was like, okay, they're going to do this because they want him to kill a bunch of people on there. He's clearly not going to kill the hot doctor. Yeah. But he's going to kill everybody else, and we're supposed to not really think that he's a bad guy because, God forbid, you make him kill somebody, and then it becomes a big part of his story is, like, redeeming that. Mm-hmm. But once they did that, that's one guy making one douchebag comment and that's yeah. supposed to justify, I think they said eight people getting killed on there. So all these other guns for hires could have been nice guys. And they, we just, or whatever, they're guns for hires. A better movie at least would have incorporated a scene beforehand where Martine, I think is her name, Martine Bancroft, Hot Doctor, I'll just keep calling her that, where Hot Doctor is talking <laughs> to Morbius about how do we do this experiment? And when he's saying... Yeah, it's not going to be legal. We have to do it in uncharted waters and all this other kind of stuff. No, he's talking. That's- he's talking to Milo. Yeah. But since Milo's not there, he should have had a conversation with the hot doctor about she should have said, I don't like this. We're doing a whole lot of things that are like unethical and whatever. We even went through some back channels to get these creepy guys to come here and do this. And he could be like, look, I know this isn't the best or whatever. This isn't the right dialogue for it, but the, the sentiment behind it we're taking a risk with these assholes, but at the same time, that's what we have to take and we have to do this kind of thing. And then they could have done something during that scene to show that these guys are pigs. Yeah, but you're asking too much because even as far as her her character goes, she just kind of blindly follows She's Morbius. there 100% to be supportive of whatever he she, needs in yeah. that scene. Like, she has no character. No. To the point that she dies allowing him to drink her blood. Right, on the whole scene. But even that, too, when she dies, I was going to lean over to you and go, I mean, she's clearly not dead because well, they're the going to do that kind of thing. The moment that, like, she bit him, I was like, that's why I went like, oh, no, because then if you she follow, drinks the blood. If and you, then, yeah, yeah, if you follow, like, vampire mythology since the 20th century, um, roughly, I think. And Rice was the one that kind of like created the whole thing is that one becomes a vampire when one is bitten and then the person used to drink the blood from his maker or I guess another vampire later on was added to it. So the moment she like kissed him and bit him like, first of all, what the fuck? This makes no sense. Second of all, I was like, oh no. So now she's going to become Miss Vampire Head. Mm-hmm. No. Because that way, if they had the ability to do a sequel, it could be like, what am I going through? Oh my god! And it could be like there would be vampire uh, romantic couple together, and what it's like. Her character, I think, is from the comics, but I don't know well enough to be like you know. Oh, that doesn't show off what her character really is or anything. So I couldn't tell you anything about Martine. She's just hot doctor, and she uh, she, she can, has a cat. I like the cat, and the cat exists just so she could cut her finger. For a yeah, split second. He did a good job. He did a good job. <laughs> so it's like main villain kind of shit. It's a lead female. Pretty uh, like supporting kind of worthless character. Yeah. The other characters that they have in here, the cops are just sort of like, hey, we're cops and we're investigating. We're investigating stuff. They have no character other no. than that. I feel like... Uh, and then we just have that random line of um, the main tougher cop being like, I Tyrese. just want to... Yeah, I want to thank you for, sir, for... Um, well, that's, your, that's the actor name. Your, your uh, artificial blood took my arm in the war. Like, thank you for your service. Like, uh, all right. <laughs> and the other one, the other one was more fun. Uh, Al Madrigal. But like... His character is really just written as nothing. Like, nothing. no, there's no standout of anybody like that. There's no fun elements to it. The The thing that they thought was going to be super fun, which is funny because there's more than one take of this, is when he's torturing the, um, I don't even know what they were supposed to be doing. They were running like a counterfeit money scheme or something. Oh, yeah. And, but they had like a science lab yeah. full of like a centrifuge 
why do you do that when you're, I don't know, fucking because it doesn't matter. Makes they just no need science-y yeah. things. So he goes to science-y he place. He even say, like, just leave the science-y. Leaves the science stuff to me or something oh or whatever. God. But he's, uh, like, yeah. screwing up this guy's hand. And he's like, who are you, man? And he goes, I'm Venom. And it's like. Oh, that's why he said? Yeah. And they do the thing at the beginning of the movie where they're like, we haven't seen something like this in San Francisco. Because it's like, uh, the. the venom things in san francisco and it's like okay i know where you're going here but they also have a different scene that they've run on trailers of him saying i am venom when he's like torturing somebody or whatever then he goes i'm just kidding dr michael morbius at your service oh that's so right they filmed two different i am venom scenes which means that somebody went on the script or somebody in the producing side of things was like wouldn't it be fucking hilarious if he says I am Venom and then that way the crowd will go nuts because not only will it be ha he's not Venom <laughs> but it'll also be oh, my god Venom that's the guy from the movie oh my god yeah they're in the same movie like I'm so embarrassed <laughs> and like the Daily Bugle thing and stuff like they clearly want this to be a thing yeah to the point that the post credit that they do two oh post credit scenes and the two post credit scenes are still not even the one that was shown in the trailers because they show Vulture in the trailer of him saying, hey, Doc, and he's talking to Michael Morbius. So they filmed three scenes about Vulture being involved with Morbius. This time around, clearly the second one is a pickup shot because Vulture does not take his mask off the entire time. So it's just Michael Keaton's voice. So they definitely didn't get Michael Keaton to film that part. But they show Michael Keaton's character, Adrian Toomes, popping up just because of a dimensional rift from Spider-Man No Way Home. He just pops up in a jail cell. And this is how stupid they are with making these movies compared to Marvel. Marvel takes a character like the little kid that holds up his fake Tony Stark arc reactor thing. And they go, maybe that could be Peter Parker. And we can kind of tie that into that. And make it seem like he's been worshipping, hero-worshipping Tony Stark forever. And then they can have this father-son bond. This movie takes a character whose entire purpose from the first Spider-Man movie was, I am going to do whatever I can to provide for my family, my daughter and my wife, who I love more than anything in the world. He gets transported to another universe. And the first and only thing he says is, I hope the food is better here. I know. So he doesn't say, where the fuck am uh, I? Oh, my God, I'm never going to see my daughter again. I'm never going to see my wife again. Or shit, I still got stuck in a prison. Or what's going on? And it just, I hope the food's better in this joint. And then at the end, oh, I think that we should team up or whatever, which, of course, is supposed to make you go, that's going to be like a oh Sinister Six type thing. So they they clearly want to have Venom against the Sinister Six instead of Spider-Man against the Sinister Six. And it's going to be Vulture, and it's going to be Morbius, and it's going to be Craven, And I don't know, the three other ones are going to throw in there. They'll probably just try to make some dumbass uh, movie about, like, Hypno Hustler or something. And uh, <laughs> that would be great, though. It's just a character from, like, the 70s where it's just a uh, guy that kind of looks like a combination of, like, old-school Lenny Kravitz. Uh, <laughs> and, um, oh, my God, what's his name? Uh, uh What's that guy? Um, why am I blanking uh, on his name? The mo- the more famous uh, person doing this in the world, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Oh, um, what? <laughs> yeah, for some reason I'm blanking on him. I'm not feeling well. Remember, uh, he looks like a Jimi Hendrix type person, whatever. And the whole thing is he plays like uh, music and hypnotizes people. Oh. That's a Spider-Man villain. So I don't know. Maybe make a whole uh, thing cool. about that. Um, I'll show you a picture of Hypno Hustler. Uh, but he, I, I, like, they want to do. <laughs> this like sinister six type thing and they want people to go nuts over it and for the two post-credit sequences they put them like run right after the end of the movie and then one a few minutes later so it's not fully post-credit so you don't have to wait through the whole thing but everybody waited for the whole thing anyway and the reactions were this is stupid oh my god this is stupid (laughs) and then what the fuck there isn't another one that is better to make up for this everybody made fun of this movie again embarrassing I just wanted to make a side note real quick um, regarding Morbius and then, I guess, Milo. Because uh, 
I used to do special effects, makeup, and practical effects. So, like, whenever I'm watching these movies with Tony, I'm always, like, trying to see, like, who, you know, if I can recognize the work. And I love when I when I recognize that I'm following one of these people on Instagram. I get really, like, geeky. And this one, I'm like, I don't think any practical effect was used. So I did some research before we started the recording, and I am correct. Apparently, Jared Leto was very adamant that no practical effects and no makeup was applied to him hmm. because he believed, or at least this was his explanation, was that it wouldn't allow his whole performance to be captured. <laughs> and I'm like, as somebody that used to do this and not somebody who just like follows people that just like do amazing job like you oh my god okay even my shittiest prosthetic if it's applied correctly you can emote and the fact that he used that as an excuse not to have shit glued to his face is laughable and maybe if they did have some practical effects it wouldn't look this shitty well how do you have practical wispy things no the wispy <laughs> stuff but i mean like the the but that's prosthetics. important you know oh i guess okay because <laughs> the cool. wisp are just like you know there's certain action sequences where it's just like a wispy mess maybe maybe they can just hire you and have you eat something in the background and you have crumbs all flying all over like you <laughs> normally do and they'll create the wispy particle thing <laughs> so Character-wise, I mean, that's that, that's your list. You got two cops that just are like, we, we're cops, we do copy things. You've got a uh, nurse who he very clearly didn't kill, and then it's like, I didn't kill her. Yeah, the other guy did, obviously. Oh, I always thought it was funny, too. Um, always thought, just saw this movie. I also thought it was funny that he's like in the prison, and he tells Milo, they're going to try me for murder. And it's like, yeah, you think that you've killed one person and you definitely killed eight mm. so you've at that point you think you've killed nine people yeah you're a murderer dude yeah you murdered eight of them for sure you saw the footage you erased the footage you despite the fact that they're shitty people you murdered eight people mm. and you think you murdered a ninth one yeah why are you like they're gonna try me for murder yeah they should <laughs> <laughs> the end <laughs> you know but there's so many parts of this movie that were just laughably dumb and not in like the we're winking at the audience kind of thing, which sometimes that could be annoying too. But yeah. like, I don't even understand the moment of she offers him coffee and he says he's cut out caffeine. She says it's decaf. He reaches over for it. He like lunges backward and then he goes, not that kind of vampire. Yeah, because the sun was hitting the cup and he was just making a joke that he oh so yeah. they i didn't even see that it was a sunlight thing i thought he was reacting to the cup of the coffee at first i thought but then after he said like oh i'm not that kind of vampire I'm like uh he's like making a joke about the sunlight they just didn't do a good enough job showing the sunlight for me to notice <laughs> then because i was focused on the cup of coffee the way that they filmed it and i'm like i don't know a goddamn thing about vampires being averse to coffee or like porcelain <laughs> or heat well, vampires like, are not supposed to eat or drink anything but blood because, you know, food and other drinks make them sick. But that doesn't apply to this movie because we see uh, Milo drinking alcohol. Yeah. So He drinks at least tequila. And wine. So it's like... And for wasting a character actor that's so good, Jared Harris is just their doctor friend. This guy could have been... A number of different things in different movies. I had seen a thing before saying that he was sorry about the uh, ambulances, everybody. Um, I had seen suggestions that he could be a good Dr. Octopus at some point. I'm like, no, you know, I could see that, you know, wouldn't be my first to cast, but I could see that he was cool in uh, Sherlock or whatever the second Sherlock movie was. I don't remember, but he was Moriarty. Oh, I like that's him in that. right. Yeah. Like, he's been a good actor in different things. And in this, of course, they're not giving him much to do. He's just no. Dr. Friend who gets killed and has the stereotypical scene of he's alive just long enough know, for Michael to so come there. Bad. They didn't even try to pretend that. Because sometimes, like, 
you know, there's still time where the dying person is still going to be able to make a little speech. You At know? least, like, more than a second's worth. Where Literally they can, a second. They could just say something like... <laughs> Immediately. You know, uh, like, I don't think... If he would have said, like, we got to get you to the hospital. And if he would have said something like, look, we don't have enough time for right. that or whatever. Just make sure that you, you stop, stop him. him. Yeah. He's, he's out of control, whatever, like that. Michael, you Remember were you were always my favorite yeah, or something. Anything. Any of that. Instead... He just goes... <laughs> You have to stop him. <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> I've been choked. Just bleh. like, it's almost like a South Park sort of thing. Yeah, just bleh, dead kind of thing. I mean, I know I, I haven't seen much from Matt Smith, but I know that he was Doctor Who at one point, And I know that people really like him. He was Doctor Who? He was at one point. Hmm, I, have. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't follow anyone. But my guess for what I understand is that he is a good actor, but like again, you know, what can you do if you have like a shitty script, a potentially very shitty director? I feel bad but, for him because Matt Smith has this bad track record going on. Really? They they cast him as Skynet in one of the Terminator movies, and their idea, it seems, what they wanted to do. Oh yeah, see, so he was Prince Philip. On the crown. I mean, the acting on... I haven't seen that season, but the acting on the crown is just, like, phenomenal. So he's a good actor for him to get that part. But in Terminator Genesis, which is god-awful shit movie in so many different ways, never should have been made whatsoever. I hate them for it. Uh, they do a whole thing where, like, he's, like, an avatar of Skynet. Hmm. And what they clearly wanted to do was they wanted to do probably three movies where he could be like the face of evil essentially and it doesn't work out and of course the movie just gets rebooted and everything anyway because nobody knows how to make a good fucking terminator movie because there shouldn't be any more terminator movies because this movie ended on fucking terminator 2 that's the whole point but they do that they cast him in star wars and they cut his scenes so i think they've never confirmed it from what i'm aware i think that they wanted him to be young palpatine which I'm like, I could see that. I can see that. Yeah. I always thought that uh, Tom Hiddleston would have been a better choice, but I could see Matt Smith being a good him. one like that. And of course, he's like, fuck, I couldn't be Skynet. Fuck, I couldn't be Palpatine. He oh. was amazing last night in Soho. Yeah, he was really good in that. He So he can't act. It's just, you know, and then bad luck maybe. He finally gets a movie where it's like, oh, I can not only be in this movie for real, but I can also be the main villain. And it's this one. And it's like, damn, you know, if you would have just been in like a proper Marvel movie, I don't know who he would have necessarily been he able was to the play. Less nine solo. But I mean, like, if he was going to be like in a superhero kind oh, of like yeah. comic booky, yeah. you know, geek By culture the way, thing. If you haven't seen Less Nine Soho and you're into murder stuff, ghosty watch stuff, it. ghosty stuff, I really enjoyed it. Especially if you are really, really into fashion in the 60s and 60s no, vibe just, and stuff. Yeah, maybe like the vibe. But that was the part that I didn't like about he it. He doesn't like it, but like I, ugh, I'm not going to talk about it, but, <coughs> but so good, so refreshing. But it says something where if you go on the Wikipedia or if you go on the Google or if you look at the cast and the credits and everything, Michael Keaton gets like second billing, like fifth billing, whatever. So they're not even proud of this movie. And the movie currently has on IMDb a 4.8. I don't know how it even got that much. It's currently 60, uh, 64 for the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes and 17 mm. for the critics tomato meter. It's just not a good movie. No. And there are worse movies out there, of course. Yes. It's not like it's the most fundamentally worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Or it doesn't do anything the worst that I've ever seen. It's not the worst CGI. It's not the worst acting. But it's so damn bland and just basic. Unseasoned chicken all the way. It's, uh, I guess if I'm going for my food equivalent, <laughs> it would be like as wonderful as pizza is. When you take that first bite of pizza and you end up being like, follow me on this. When you end up taking that first bite and you're like, oh my God, pizza is so good. When you get it from a good place, that is something like Iron Man. <laughs> or something like Captain America, the Winter Soldier, where you're just like, oh, fuck, this is like actually a good movie 
on top of being a good representation of a character and, and this is going to do wonders for like the superhero genre obviously iron man kicks off 10 years of the most money-making series in history and all that this is when somebody goes you like pizza right and they give you crackers with ketchup and a slice of unmelted american cheese on it i would eat that don't shit on that like <laughs> that, that sounds disgusting no, no no i have a better analogy for you and that's kind of punny so you're gonna like it it's the equivalent of hospital food right because there are scenes in a hospital and she says, I feel jello. like kind of <laughs> <that> hospital. <laughs> no, really, but yeah, it's it's not even the kind of movie that you're like, oh, if only they had gotten this bit right. No, you know, like, bless their hearts. Like, they, they had this. Mm-hmm. They no, made no, a no, shit no, movie that they had more than enough time to try to do reshoots and fix, and they just didn't. So this never should have been in this environment that they have with movies coming out on HBO max and everything yeah. like this shouldn't have been released in theaters. No, this should have been one of those. Look, we're just going to put it on the whatever streaming thing. We're going to try to attract some attention. We hope that enough people watch it in the first couple of days before they find out that it's bad. And then we move on because I sure as fuck do not want to see a Morbius too. I sure as hell I'm not interested in seeing Morbius team up with Vulture against Venom. Now, you haven't even seen Venom. No, I have not. Venom and Venom 2 are not all that great, but they are both way better than this. And it's just that you're setting up a series worth of bad things. Yeah. It's not going to work out. So just like this movie had bad reviews and look, it ends up being bad. Uh, yeah, the future is not looking bright for this. And, um, <laughs> I can't think of, I really can't legitimately think of anything I actually do want to give my st- seal of approval on. No. I guess, since I'm not as picky when it comes to uh, the CGI versus the prosthetics and stuff, he looks like Morbius. Like, he does, but they didn't do something where it was like, okay, well, he can't really look like the character so we're gonna have him like i mean like they fuck up his nose instead of it being like okay he's just jared leto with fangs like they at least made him look like he's a vampire Um, well yeah but that's not too too hard and no but i yeah like that to me i have a big beef like i i still feel that doesn't matter how advanced cgi gets i feel like nothing beats practical effects and if you can marry those two together it normally makes it like it makes it a it just it creates like stunning visuals and you can't act on the prosthetics i mean hello like i haven't seen the grinch like in decades but like everybody refers to that makeup as like that was all practical and i thought it was a cartoon A moment of silence. They'll let the sirens take over. No, but really, like, and and reading that he's like, oh, I don't want that because it's like, didn't he just do the whole Gucci thing where you had tons of prosthetic on you and you were fine with it? Like, no, 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 no. This is. It looks like bad CGI. I've been watching playthroughs of video games, and a lot of those graphics look way better than what they have here. So. I hate that part. I, 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 everything's a miss. Maybe the music, like you said, resonated a little bit with me because it reminded me of Batman. But that's that's it. <laughs> it's fitting that we did a movie review before this of the Batman, where we really like it in comparison. So it's a thumbs down for sure. It's definitely a miss of a movie. I do not recommend it. If you are a big Spider-Man fan. And you want to check it out out of curiosity of what a Morbius movie could be. Yeah, I mean, it is. And on paper, some of the stuff with the movie is like, all right, well, you know, they probably wrote it and thought that it was going to be better than this. And then they just, you know, happened to have like hackneyed dialogue and they cut some stuff and they didn't do this well and they didn't do that well. And it kind of adds up and everything. But it's just bland. It's not interesting. It's not good. It's a very 2000. 2003 type movie and if that's what you are missing 
And you're more of the, I wish that superhero movies were as generic as they used to be. And I don't like the whole idea of like Ant-Man being a comedy and of, uh, you know, the heist movie aspect of this movie and whatever. If that's what you like. You're going to like it. If you want some more depth and whatever, you're going to be disappointed. So yeah, whether you agree or disagree, leave a comment below. Tell us your thoughts and, you know, kind of run down your hits and misses. Whether you are in the super, oh my God, everything's a hit type of category, I'd love to hear the opinions. Why not? Yeah. You know, Let us know if we're wrong. Mm-hmm. Or at least what your opinion is. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I don't think that there's anything else to run down. Anything else you want to mention? I forgot parts that I dislike. So. Again, I like the cat. <laughs> cat was a solid performance, you know, in the movie. Cats and the bats. Yeah, uh, but the bats weren't even real. The cat was. so if you want to follow everything else that's happening on fanboysanonymous.com just go to fanboysanonymous.com but follow us on facebook and twitter and you can see what else is happening whenever it does happen there's always plenty of things that i'm sitting on that i don't get a chance to do just because i have to keep putting it on the back burner to work on other things but that's what the pick your poison tier is all about so if you ever hear me saying about something like my uh blueprints for the superhero stories or uh, you know, you want more fan tracks or anything like that. Plenty of ideas that are just kind of sitting around. So sponsor them and help us out. Help us keep the lights on. And then if you are following that stuff, then you should potentially check out what I am doing at Tony Mango all over the place, spelled out like toe and then knee and then mango. If you are into pro wrestling, go to smartcatmoment.com and check out everything that's happening there. And if you want to follow what Caroline is up to, yeah, um, not much in the social medias. Just if you want to follow me on Instagram, I guess that's the most active I am. Uh, creepy underscore Caroline. I'm always posting about random stuff, art that I've been working on. I do have my arts account with that I kind of abandoned. So for now, just follow me on creepy underscore Caroline. And today we created a food account because... My sis Naran keeps telling me that I need a food account because I cook a lot. So if you want to, you can follow that as well. It's uh, Mangoes Cozinha, C-O-Z-I-N-H-A. That's kitchen in Portuguese. And that's it for me. If you do want to follow the Instagram of your art stuff, it's CZO Arts. (laughs) (laughs) Why not do an extra follow? So... That is it for our review point for Morbius. We will see you next time, everybody. But for now, it's time for us to geek out.